This is Taylor Montgomery, and you are listening to The Quiet Storm. (laughs) 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 All right, let's kick the show off. Welcome to Fatal Error. I'm Chris. And I'm Sarush. (laughs) And and we have a special guest this week. We have a very special guest. Uh... For the Patreon, uh, we brought kind of a more lighthearted episode uh, this this week. Um, this is my girlfriend, Taylor. Hi, everyone. Um, you maybe heard her on the, like, Apple event bonus episode <laughs> where we joked oh, about yeah. an emoji and stuff. Um, you and maybe you heard how her how to pronounce the, iPhone ten. We learned how to pronounce iPhone ten in that episode. I don't know if that made the cut, as, but... As follow-up here, do... I, does iPhone 8 do the an emoji thing, too? It'll display them, but it doesn't have the the dot projector, so you can't. Uh, so you can only make these on iPhone 10. Exactly. Can we talk about how savage Apple is? Apple is the most savage company. <laughs> how so? Well, you know, they only allow other Apple users to get the cool blue bubbles, and then they make anyone who's not using an Apple product have like the most outrageously obnoxious, like neon green bubble. It's not a yeah. very pleasing color to them. No, it's not. They do that shit on purpose for sure. That is true. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about Apple stuff. We're here to talk about uh, the Internet of Shit. Now, to be fair, uh, Apple's coming out with some Internet-connected home devices like the HomePod, which is still supposed to come out this year, right? And no one really knows anything about it. Yeah, I think they said December. We'll see if that thing actually comes out. And they also have a HomeKit, and I, we're going to be talking about HomeKit in a little bit, because it's, it's... Oh, right. That exists. It's, a, it's sort of relevant to this story, and then it will be more relevant to the story later. So it's going to come up. Um, so... But, do we want yeah. to start with uh hmm, do we want to start with like listing home like smart home devices that are in our respective apartments? Why don't we just list every smart home device that exists and then we can start from there? Uh, I want to go to sleep at some point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so what, what, do you, what do you have in your home there there Christopher? So what do you got? Smart smart home devices in my home. I have uh let's see. I have a, I have a couple Sonos speakers sprinkled around the apartment, and these are not the smart ones, although uh, something just arrived this week that I've not set up. I got one of the new Sonos ones that you can talk to, so it has the Amazon Lady in the Tube built in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sitting in a box. I haven't set it up yet, but that'll be uh, a smart home device. I have uh, three Echo Dots in the apartment, so I can ask uh, every morning, I ask when's my first meeting and what's the weather, and that's pretty much all I use those things for. And, and to figure out what flights are overhead. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what airplanes are... No, wait, that's not... Shit, cancel. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> so I ask aircraft radar what's nearby. Uh, that's it. Okay, it's... Aircraft are nearby. An Airbus A321-231 from Los Angeles, 12 miles northeast, at 33,000 feet, heading east. A bomb- Stop. Uh, Chris, right, so Chris wrote I can that. do that, too. That's really cool, but it yeah. also seems pretty problematic for someone with a bazooka. <laughs> well, this data is just, you know, <laughs> this data out, is, out there. This data is already out there. and Heading um, due north. <laughs> available in much more useful forms already. <laughs> Uh, and I have, uh, at Christmas time, I have an internet connected plug that I plug my little mini Christmas tree into. Oh, that's so cute. I can, I can ask, uh, to, oh, we're gonna have to bleep so much in this episode. So <laughs> I can ask to turn the Christmas tree lights on and off. That's, that's really nice. And that's, that's all. That's, that's what I've gotten. Nice. So what we have in our house, um, when we need other weather, uh, usually Taylor asks me and then I ask <laughs> This happens maybe Truly, three... Surush is the smartest of all. <laughs> this so happens maybe ask... three of five weekday mornings, is Taylor says, hey, what's the weather? And I say, what's the weather? Sorry, hey, Dingus, what's the weather? And then uh, she tells the weather, and then both of us can hear it, so I don't have to repeat uh, the weather, fortunately. I guess so I, that... I should also have mentioned that I have several devices, and uh, it's, it's, it's not that good. Yeah, it's not great. Do you... Is better? For things like weather, yeah, I mean, Battle of the Blondes right now. <laughs> Do we know that she's blonde? I like to imagine that she's blonde. She sounds like a blonde. She could be. I think of I think of as a brunette, but maybe a is a brunette. Could be. So, um, but the the main smart home thing that we have in our in our house 
uh, is we have uh, a set of three Wemo light switches. Um, and th- yeah, and so basically, you. you I it- wish you could just see me put air quotes around light switches. <laughs> Asterisk. Oh, so, to get it. so are all the lights in your apartment hooked up to this? No. Thank God, no. But it is only a matter of time, Chris. <laughs> I, I, will so get sorry, there. I will get to that part of the story. So basically, <laughs> what, the way this works is you take out your normal light switch that you just flip on and off. And you can insert a, a computer. That, like works reliably all the yeah, time. Yeah, that works reliably. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. And then you can replace it with a computer. And as we all know, computers are not <laughs> as reliable. <laughs> Um, and, and the way it works is it's a button and you hit the button, the lights come on, you hit the button again, the lights go off. I, I, again, I need to stress the air quotes around all of these things. You quote, hit the button and the lights come on. Unquote. Uh, sometimes I'm sure that works. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, the, the, the dream here, uh, is uh, in addition to being able to push the button to turn the lights on and off, you can also connect to it from the Wemo app or other connected services. Um, in order to uh, basically control the lights from places that aren't standing next to the light switch. That right? actually sure. works surprisingly well. Yeah, so that's that's the sort of um, dream of what I wanted. We have six light switches in our house, and three of them have become these sort of Wemo light switches. Monstrosities. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically when we moved in here, I said, Taylor, like I- I've always wanted to do some smart home stuff. These are the things that I think are totally useless. Like, you know, sometimes people have it set up to where, like, when the when when the sun sets, the lights come on, and like that shit never works, frankly, because there's other people in your house. Like, the lights go off at three a.m. Like, other people may be awake. Like, people are coming in and out of your house. Like, it just that stuff doesn't work. But what I thought would work is, I'm in bed and I want to turn off the lights from bed. Like, that seems like a very slam-dunk use case. Like, the dream is obviously... This this does seem reasonable. In the morning, the dream is my automatic curtains pull themselves up, Circle of Life from the Lion King soundtrack starts immediately playing, (laughs) and and I'm I'm awakened um, by by these jungle rhythms. That's the dream. Someday, everything you see will be yours. First of all, it was the Sahara. At no point in time was there ever a jungle. It was the savannah, no, not they, the Sahara. Savannah but your point is taken. But they Timon go and Pumba to a jungle lived, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, that was after the song. That's true. They lived off the grid. But the story yeah. of life is happening in the savannah, in the jungle. It's happening in general. Um, Such a good movie. That's the dream. I know I can't attain that dream today. So where I wanted to start was just, I want I to push like a button in, in my theory, bed. In theory, you can get close to that dream today. I don't know about the automatic curtains, but let, let certainly me just, you can do the music and the lights. Let me go through the horror that we've been through with this current light setup. It's traumatic. And then you can tell me at the end of the episode if you think it's realistic <laughs> to have music automatically play and a curtain automatically open at a certain time of day. Okay, so. All right. Uh, the other thing that's going on in this apartment, and the other reason that I thought this apartment would be particularly good for this is, you know how some apartments, they have light switches that aren't connected to any lights, but instead they're connected to outlets? Yeah, I have some and, of those. Yeah, and the idea is you plug in a lamp into that outlet, you leave yeah. the lamp always on, and you can use the light switch to flick the lamp on and off. Like a, a normal very, human being, yeah. Yeah, this is a very normal setup. So the problem is that we have no lights in our dining room slash living room. And so anytime you came in, you hit the button uh, or you, you, you flip the switch, the, the regular light switch, and it turns on the foyer light. But then if you want to turn on the light in the dining room and the living room, you would have to walk over there and either push a button on the ground or twist a button or twist like a knob to okay. turn the light on in those two rooms. If you don't, it's just really dark in there. It's not great. Again, I want to stress, even though you had to do a little bit of extra work, it was reliable. It worked 100% of the time. Twisted that knob, this the light fair. did come on. So I-, I was thinking the best thing would be is if I can put in a Wemo light switch in the- for the foyer switch, push that button, and then have Wemo... Um, like plugs automatically activate themselves when that happens. This does seem like the a, a textbook use case. Yeah, th- this is like this was like our, our apartment had a deficiency in it, and I like sought to to fill this deficiency with um, technology. Mm. So what we have now is we have three Wemo light switches, and we have two plugs that are connected to the two lamps in the living room and the dining room. So I have a just a, a quick sort of practical question these light switches do they are they wired into 
power too to draw power or are they powered by like solar or i don't know energy kinetic energy somehow so there are no they they are wired in um and it requires a specific setup of wires in order to make this thing work um basically because like current has to be going through it all the time. And if right. th- the way it's set up is if you flip the switch, current is no longer going through it, then it stops working. So there is a, you have to check to make sure your light switches work with this dial. Ours fortunately did. Um, most of them do. You know, it's a weird setup when they, when it doesn't work with this, with it. Yeah. I feel like maybe the setups where you have two different light switches that control the same thing. Right. Are the problem. Yeah. There. That gets even weirder and even worse. Um, yeah. The other thing we will add is, is the kinetic energy thing that is real. Um, the hue light switches, when you click them, there's a little piezoelectric thing in there that charges itself every time you click the button, yeah. which is pretty cool. But that this is not, cool. that's not how these work. These connect to Wi-Fi, so they're like they draw a lot of power. And so, uh, and just to be, you, you're you're renting your apartment, right? That's right. So at some point, you're going to have to undo all of this. Yes, yes. It's um, each one is about thirty to forty-five minutes of work. Probably the same to take it out. Not yeah. bad. I shocked myself once. Pretty normal. <laughs> This is kind of the, this is one thing that keeps me from doing this in my apartment is like, I know I'm enough to undo it at some point And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm lucky enough that I have a, like an outlet controlled, um, or a switch controlled outlet in, in every room. So I just right. have like nice. lamps plugged in. Yeah. And that's um, how it should be. And if I, if I weren't in a place that I knew I was going to move out of in like one to four years, uh, I'd be more motivated to put in like smart light switches and things, but I'm just not right now. Yeah. I mean, I was like, this is, you know, an afternoon's worth of work and I'll get the benefit for a year. So it's worth it. That being said, with the amount of trouble that we've had with it, uh, <laughs> which we'll go into with the amount of trouble we've had with it, you know, it's a mixed bag. So, yeah. right. So we, so I installed these light switches and there, there are several problems that crop up. The first one is that our, basically like our Fios hookup is on the far side of the living room and our bedroom is on the complete other side of the house. And I had an airport extreme. And you would think, I mean, it's really not more than 50 feet, would you say? Mm. Yeah, 50 feet. We live mm. in New York. It's a small Yeah, apartment. it's a small apartment. It's not a big apartment. It's 50 feet. Um, and the router would not reach from the... <laughs> end of the apartment to this switch that was in the bedroom Hmm. and uh, it also wouldn't reach to our beds which was also very annoying because we'd be sitting in bed and we want to play on the internet and it just like wouldn't reach so your laptop would be cutting out your phone would fall to LTE it would be horrible so to solve this first problem I spent $350 on an Eero setup and so now I have three Eros to cover this 1,000 square foot apartment (laughs) which on their website they recommend one Eero per 1,000 square feet I don't know if our walls are made of lead or Faraday cages or Which what the deal is. Which seems problematic in a different reason. <laughs> if we're just living in this lead apartment. Yeah. Just don't, don't lick the floor. It'll be fine. Yeah. Don't, don't lick the paint. Don't eat the, don't eat the paint chips. Um, <laughs> but we have three Eros. And now, for the most part, those work. That's right? good. I recently yeah, I, went through a... I, I want to validate with a, with a third party here. Would you say the Eros more or less work? Yeah, you know, actually, I never really kind of felt the lack of the internet beforehand i realize now how much more you rely on the internet than i do and how much more i guess uh, <laughs> juice you need like i mean dang he is the snobbiest person when it comes to the internet he has this little website he checks called uh what's it called the the, the fast something. oh fast.com yeah fast.com he'll go into a hotel he'll check fast.com oh, that's and if the it's very not, first like, thing you have to do on 75 you know what is it, megabytes? I'm running fast.com. We're getting 60 right now, which is, we're supposed to be getting 100. Wait, you, you're running a speed test and you have both Skype and a FaceTime audio call going right and, now. And he has the nerve. He has the nerve to be like, well, we're supposed to be getting 100, but you know, my name is... Mm. I mean, we are supposed to be getting 100 and this is reporting 53 megabits. So, you know, I, I was know. fine. I was you fine. Fios? But you remember... You, wait, yeah, you're supposed Fios. to be getting 100 megabits on Fios? Shouldn't you be yeah. getting like much faster than that? We have 100 up, 100 down. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I yeah. wish I had 100 up. It's pretty uh, good. I have Comcast cable. I get uh, 150 down and like 20 up. Yeah. That's good. That's fine. Now, I mean, it, you don't need upload as much as you need download is the practical 
true yeah. answer. I feel like you guys need to have an episode on net neutrality because this, this is the buttings <laughs> of an information session. Oh, we should. Yeah, so I got Eros. Yeah. And, and the, the, the laptops were cutting out while we were in bed. Like, you would be I mean, sitting in bed and the internet would cut out. Chris, for my last year of law school, I was in London and I spent the entire year on the Wi-Fi of the pub next door to me. You did do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> that my threshold for enjoyment is low. I visited and I was like, I have, what is this? I have to, what is this? <laughs> I didn't know you lived in London. We should talk about that at some point too. We should. We should. But yeah, so my threshold my threshold's low. I'm yeah. I'm glad I don't have to like, you know, go up to the pub every three months and get the change of password. That's true. So and and we were recording this podcast. I ended up having to re- run an Ethernet cable from the other side of the apartment I to this. That. Yeah. So just so we could record because the the airport extreme wasn't cutting it. Now with these Eros, we've been more or less fine. I haven't had to run that Ethernet cable, which has been nice. Uh, okay, so the first problem was the Wi-Fi wouldn't reach all the way. And for some reason, when, when, the, when these Belkin Wemos fall off the Wi-Fi, they just stop working. They like, do. The, the clicking, you, like, you would expect the clicking, like, that should just work because it's just hardwired into the wall. They don't. And they just stop working. They just, you push the button and nothing Little happens. Bastard. It wait, blinks wait, so orange. So these light switches are, you're not even talking about, like, remote controlling a Wi-Fi No, I'm talking outlet. about pushing the button and it's hardwired into the mainframe. <laughs> And still has managed, <laughs> and just still has managed. At this point, I have to am convinced it's like Wemo being malicious as hell. Because it, it's like, crazy. It's like that's it's like so bad. This firmware. Yeah. Sirius has so much like hooked up. I don't know how to run any of it. He went to a con- uh, conference one time and left me home by myself for like five days, and the Wemo stopped working on day one. She I was just sitting in the dark. I was sitting in the dark. I was sitting in the dark. I was like, I don't know how to work anything in my apartment. So that's not even the end of like. Because you can't like take them out of the wall. Like you know, you have to get power tools out and like break down the wall. Now, so didn't you, Sarush, isn't there a Mac Mini in running some like software that you configure with JSON or Python scripts or something involved here too? Is there a Mac Mini? There's absolutely a Mac Mini. Yeah, uh, okay. and I, I, that's the next part of the story. Oh, okay, so, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, wanna, didn't mean to rush us here. No, no, not at all. So here's what's going on. So now the the next problem is now that the Wi-Fi switches pretty reliably work, I want to connect them so that when you hit the foyer switch, the light, the living room and the dining room both light up automatically. Okay, that was the whole point of this project. So I assumed if ta would be able to help me here. So I go in, I set up an if thing, and I say, okay, when this switch goes on, turn this on, turn that on, and when this switch goes off. And so I'm going to guess that that worked after between 0 and 15 minutes. Ding, ding. (laughs) You are absolutely correct. Um, So I didn't actually realize that it was taking so long to work because I kept pushing the button and nothing would happen. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. He would press a button. You would forget that you were supposed to have another light on. Then it would flick on, but you would already push the button off, so it would flick off again, and you would just, it would be very confusing. <laughs> someone will be in the for, like, someone will come in into the foyer. Someone will come in, will be in the living room. You'll try and shut the light off. The light will stay on. And then, like, ten minutes later, it'll just kind of flicker off while you've moved on to the next room. Like, we have a ghost. Yeah, the, the, the lights are just flickering themselves, basically, <laughs> while we're watching TV, and we have no idea what's going on. You forget how many times you've pressed the button, so at that point, they've just stored that on-off, like, kind of mechanism. But it's taking so long to upload it to the system that, at that point, the lights just have independent will, it's almost like. <laughs> because it's just continuing. They're just doing whatever they this want. This is kind of flickering motion off and on. So... I didn't even so, realize what was going on until I hooked up push notifications because you can do push notifications through the mm, if t- 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 yeah. app. And then I realized I was getting the push notifications like eight minutes after I pushed the button and I realized that's what's going on. So I was like, okay, clearly if t- 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 does not have the latency that I need to make this thing work. Is there no way to just tell Wemo to do this directly? Like this seems like a thing. Now, I don't want to overstep here, but it seems like you might want a light switch to control multiple lights. Yeah, so you would think that, but there's absolutely no affordance for that. The Wemo app does give you some rules. Um, you can set a but, schedule, hmm. which is like um, basically like you can set it to to sunrise sunset. You can set up an auto off timer, and you can set up a custom action for long press. That's basically all you can do. May, can you set up your custom action for long press to be turned on all the? Other I tried lights? that; it didn't work. Uh, you can't do that. Mm, uh, so, so disappointing. This, at this stage, I'm pretty upset because I've spent probably $150 on these lights, which is not like $40 to $50 each. Uh, I've, I've installed them all manually, and they are not doing the thing that I want and them to do. So if I'm keeping track, you spent all this money, and so far you've managed to replicate normal light switches. That's right. Only some of the time. Only some of the time. <laughs> um, 
So, okay, so so then it's time for the next step, which is, okay, well, I need some software that's running that will be able to manage these automations for me. And there's a piece of software called Home Assistant. We'll toss this in the show notes. And what it is, we talked about Python last week. It's a Python 3 application that you need to run on a computer or a Raspberry Pi or whatever. And what it will do is it has all these different modules for Hue switches, for Wemo switches, for coffee grinders, all kinds of Internet of Things bullshit. Okay. And um, what it will do is you will basically, you have this configuration file, it's YAML, and you like write your little what should happen when things like when events occur, like what state should be changed. And you write this configuration file, and then this uh, basically more or less does what you want it to do. Oh, this is so, totally reasonable. <laughs> that's right. And so it's Python 3, so you can't use pip to install it. You have to use pip 3 to install it. How do you get pip? Well, you need pip 3, you need, well, you need urge. Mm. Because it's Python 3, you can't use pip to install it. You have to use pip3 to install it. How do you install pip3? You got to use pip. How do you install pip? You got to use easy install. So it's like this huge chain of dependencies. So eventually I got everything installed. I got everything working. The automation does actually work. Uh, and things are going oh, that's good. Yeah, things are going smoothly. You push the button and within usually less than a second, um, usually. <laughs> No, no, it's it's good. It's, it's usually like, though. It's not like you know a guarantee. If it thing. if it doesn't happen in less than a second, it doesn't happen at all. Yeah, so, like that's actually reliable. You know something's gone wrong. It's not like you have to wait five seconds to see that's if it's turned on. Better yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just don't have lights, and you know what? That's that's, that's it, when it works. I'm that's tricked the into price thinking we pay for living in that's 2017. <laughs> that's right. When it works, I'm tricked into thinking that that one light switch actually does control the other two light, the other two lamps, even though what's actually happening is going over Wi-Fi, hitting this server, the server's running a bunch of code, doing this automation, and then sending signals back out over Wi-Fi again to these other lamps. So I, I'm tricked into thinking that this actually does work, which is nice. Does that process involve any trips out to the internet, or is it totally on your local network? I'm pretty sure it's totally local. Hmm. You can set up... Wemo by default does work from different places, and so, like, if uh, if Taylor is traveling, she will sometimes troll me by, like, turning off the lights in the office, like, while I'm working. It never gets old. Uh, it never gets old for her. Um, you so, can see what lights are on in the apartment, so I can know where he is. And I'll just right. kind of mess with him and, like, follow him around the apartment. She's, it's... Slowly turning lights off, so he has to be in the dark like I am whenever he leaves and the lights <laughs> stop working. Because I don't know how to get them fixed again. So she mentioned that these that these can break, right? So how do they break? So uh, the version I started with was like Home Assistant 0.23. Uh, 0.23 was fine. I did an update to 0.24. That was also fine. But as soon as you hit 0.27, the Wemo stuff, after a certain number of hours, a non-determinate number of hours, it just stops. It just stops detecting Wemo <laughs> state changes. Just doesn't want to. Just doesn't just feel doesn't, like it. And you just have to kill the server and restart it, and that's the only way to make no it. No explanation. No reason. So, um... Again, I just want to stress, we had perfectly fine working lights before <laughs> all of this happened. They were fine. They were fine. You flipped a switch and mm, lights came on. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I understand, Taylor. I'm with you here. So, so these... <laughs> basically, the server just... Stops working every once in a while. So, and it was like about at once a day, maybe a little bit less frequent than that. So I'd have to go in, com- is, control C in the terminal. so bad. It was really bad. Eventually, I figured out that it was because of an update, and there was some stuff in the Wema- in the Home Assistant forums that suggested that that's, how it, that's what was happening. So I downgraded back to 0.24, and it was working somewhat reliably again. When, when it works reliably, it's really nice, but it's just like... How often does it work reliably? I it also breaks just maybe wanna, once every I few weeks. I also just want to comment that even after all of this time and and truly heartache, even after all of this heartache, <laughs> Surge got so upset when they would stop working. He'd be like, "What? Why?" It's like after a all of this heartache, like three months afterwards, when we realized that they were not like you know efficient, that they were not constant or consistent, he still went out and bought three more. <laughs> I want to replace the other light switches does, in our for house. For some with them. inexplicable reason, he wants to replace the one like Why? reliable light switch we have. <laughs> Why? I will, I will get. I will get to that. Okay, okay. I will get to that as well. So basically, downgrading this thing more or less worked. So now we have software running on a Mac Mini, three light switches that I've installed manually, two switches for lamps, um, and basically we have something. That, oh, and a brand new Wi-Fi Eero router mesh network, and things basically work. After okay. how many afternoons and evenings? And how effort. much money? I truly like 
four or five hundred dollars poured into this thing. Mm. Uh, okay, so there's Is that, it? and then that's not even the end of the software that's running on the server. Oh, there's dear. also something else that you can download. All this stuff is open source, which is great. Uh, there's another thing you can download. This one's JavaScript, not Python. Hmm. Uh, and it's called Homebridge. And what Homebridge does is it will take your Home Assistant switches and bridge them to HomeKit. Okay, interesting. So HomeKit yeah. is Apple's home automation thing. I'm right. not totally sure even what to call it. And I'm not sure that like I know anyone who uses it. So the problem with HomeKit is that everything that is HomeKit enabled has to have a hardware encryption chip. And so you can't retroactively add HomeKit support to a product that's already been released. Okay. Or a product that's already been designed, really. And but 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 using this homebridge software, you can make it work. That being said, it was so flaky and I like didn't need any more flake in my life. And I really could say like turn off all lights and she would turn off all lights and that worked and that was cool i was just gonna ask what's the reason for connecting things to HomeKit? what do you get i i wanted to be able to talk and just say turn off all the lights and that okay. worked and it took about probably less than five seconds maybe three seconds and it worked uh, and so when we were going to sleep i would say turn off all the lights and she would do it um but it was too flaky to really to really um to really rely on so i ended up uninstalling it and not hmm. having that component do you have any do you have any devices no devices i really am not i'm not personally into recording devices in my home taylor i don't know how you feel mm. would you put a would you put a amazon listening device in your home no i'm okay thanks. yeah she's mm. yeah she likes to stay off the radar i would say yeah man yeah can't even That's do fair. global entry okay. and then there's one more thing i want to add on the home front which is that as of ios 11 or as of wwdc this year um, Apple loosened the rules, so now HomeKit will work with pure software encryption. So theoretically, my Wemos at some point should update to where they will have HomeKit support built right in, just because you can update the software to enable to enable HomeKit. So that, fingers crossed, is coming. Interesting. Yeah. Now, will HomeKit allow you to do things like associate a light switch with other lights without having a Mac Mini running server software in your home? You either, if you want to do that stuff, you either need to have an Apple TV running tvOS or you need an iPad that's just permanently mm. plugged in and tucked away running iOS. Do you have an Apple TV? I have an Apple TV, but it's an old one. I definitely have old iPads, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that part of it. I can mm. I can make that part of it work. And if I have to buy like an Apple TV, I might do it. Is that really the, the solution here? I mean, let's just buy more products. So just far, the solution's been throw hardware at the problem until it's solved. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Marco, a very Marco solution. Yeah. Marco solution. Yeah. So basically, where we are now is probably once a week to once every two weeks, our light switches fail. And when we push the, f- <laughs> when we push the foyer switch, only the foyer light comes on. The other two lights are just dead. Okay. Well, and that's to fix better that. Than- yeah, Nothing to fix that, I, I have to restart. And he still asks me on a on a pretty regular basis. Semi-regular, maybe once Can a month. we add more Wemos? Yeah. So my dream, my, my like dream. intermediate dream, obviously the Lion King thing would be ideal. Oh, my but God. My intermediate dream is I also want a smart lock for our door, and I want to be able to say, no. Siri, shut down the house, and she turns Can off all the lights. Can you imagine if all these problems the apply door. to you actually physically getting in your apartment? Just for, for unknown reasons, you're just locked out today. That sounds so bad. Yeah. Oh, Carl, in your dreams. Did you see the news today? Amazon Amazon has, uh, I guess, some sort of lock thing now, and it pairs no. with an Amazon camera, and it'll let delivery people into your house to drop off what? packages. I don't have a nope big enough for that. I, I think that would be cool. I do not. Well, you have am, a camera so you can see them. I do not want to give this particular multinational corporation oh, that's access to my entire <laughs> shit. That's true. I am not feeling it. Uh, yeah, not going to put a microphone in my house. I mean, they're not already going to they're already going to be in charge of our food supply soon. Yeah, that's first right. Whole Foods, then the world. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so that's where we currently are with the Internet of Shit in my particular home. Shitty. So, not every so so not all of your light switches are connected. No, yet. right. So three of them, and there are three that we don't really use. It's the kitchen light, the very we very use the kitchen light and yeah, the bathroom the, light. All of well, these the are, bathroom light we can't do anything about because yeah, the, it doesn't have the right setup. Okay, but like, what would be there? These are rooms that like there's no like you you don't need to link them with anything else. You 
I guess yeah. you could yeah. want to remote control if, them. If I had bachelor life and I lived alone, I would change those as well. Because the, the reason we can't Why? do the bathroom one. Why, though? You live in an apartment <laughs> that only half works as it is. You've messed it up. You've messed up so much stuff. The, so the reason If I is, lived a bachelor life, I would just continue down my self-destructive spiral until eventually I just sat in the dark. This guy wouldn't have a time. Lemo's my precious. I can't believe I'm being be on my own podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm glad you have a, you know, you have some, someone to just keep you away from the edge. That's right. Uh. Um, the reason, okay, so the reason we can't do it in the bathroom is that the bathroom switch is a combination switch and one outlet, and that's the only outlet that we have in the bathroom. Mm. Yeah, so we can't put a Wemo there. Thank it God. would fit, but we would lose that outlet, and that would be a problem. So we can't do anything about that. The reason I want to do it is because every night what happens is... We have to walk around the house, turn off all the lights, and then get in bed. And then we know there's some lights we can do from bed, but there's other lights that we can't. So we know we have to get up to do those. And then we also have to get up to lock the door. But most of our lights in our apartment, our apartment's not that big. Most of the lights in our apartment are on the way to bed. Like, we're talking about, like, like, two steps. For you. I'm just saying, he's justifying his use of Wemos by, like, it being such a time saver. But really, it's not. Because when you pour in the amount of the man hours and the stress (laughs) these Wemos have caused. Have you seen the Disney Channel original movie? Sat in the dark for nights, Chris. Nights with the mom from Married with Children. I just want to be able to talk to my house and say, "Please." Oh my gosh, smart house! And then she eventually tries to take over the family, and she She becomes a terrorist. That's an exact analogy. She was the she was the antagonist. What what, what am I typing here? Smart house. Smart house. It's a Disney Channel movie with the Married with Children mom. Hmm. What's her name? Is it 1999? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's basically the smart house. She controls everything. She falls in love with the dad and then tries to lock the kids in the room. The dad's like a widower or something. It's actually what? just basically a stepmother story. Like, yeah, it's really it, not oh, even It that. actually totally is. I, I will watch this sometime. This will be my challenge this week. Oh, it's oh my gosh. Lamar Burton. Ben Cooper is 13 years old. I remember when this movie came out. I had a huge crush on this kid. And he is 13. That's so weird. What well, but you were... Eight. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> I didn't realize it was directed by LeVar Burton. That is uh, I, that is impressive. I'm looking at this now on IMDb. You should watch it. There's a scene where he has a house party. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. All the, ki- all the cool kids come over his house, and they they chill at his house party, and they play <laughs> dance-off. <laughs> yeah, Peggy Bundy. In, like, very quintessential, like, teenage 90s gear. Yeah, it's it's really something. It's really something. But anyway, I just want to be able to say, shut down the house, and all the lights would turn off, the door would lock, and I like wouldn't have to worry about anything else. That being said, probably not going to happen. Certainly not in the near future. Oh no, God. especially given all these experiences. It's just like, this shit is just not reliable. It's not good. It sucks. It's crap. It's the internet of shit. It's the internet of shit. Has it been worth it? Like you've put a lot of money and a lot of time into this. Like, are you happy with where with what you've gotten for that money and time? Uh, I'll let Taylor answer first. No, I mean I think you <laughs> should answer first. I think everyone knows where I stand. <laughs> if if I said Taylor, we're taking this stuff out, would you be happy? Or I literally tell you to do that every day, every single day. There's <laughs> <laughs> your answer. Uh, I like them. I think that's maybe the. And only I reason think have you them. know this is the more pointed critique. You have suffered all of this heartache and financial drain, and yet still you cannot pry yourself away from the cult. Is this a sunk cost fallacy thing here? No, I don't think it is. Okay, so here's the thing: is it's magic. He he believes in the dream. He believes in the better the better life in the fantasy. So he strives. He works. But he's he's so so. Okay, here's the here's the thing that that Taylor's never really been able to answer. Uh, this is now couples therapy, and Chris is our therapist. <laughs> um, when the when the server breaks and the the connection between the foyer switch and the two lamps is broken, all you have to do to turn off the lights, like. It's like escalator temporarily stairs, like that old Mitch, that old Mitch Hedberg oh, joke. God bless Mitch Hedberg. Right, rest in peace. Uh, it's it, it's they're just temporarily regular lights, and Sorry so you have to walk the over there. Yeah, that's right. You just have to walk over there, push the button, 
on both of the lamps, the same as you would if we didn't have this setup at all. That's not how and it works, though. You have to, like, take them out of no, the No, no, no. You just push the button, and they're on. Oh, with the two lamps. Okay, I yeah, will yeah, say, with, the two, with the two lamps, that would work. You just have to remove the Wemos. But with you the You could light remove switch, the Wemos, or you could push the button on the Wemos, and that would just... It would function exactly as if we had none of this stuff. No, you have to walk switch, over to the lamp, manipulate okay, the lamp okay, in some yes, way. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> the, with those two lamps, you're right. Yeah. You can just remo- you can just turn the Wemo off or remove the Wemo off. That's not my point. My point is with the, the bedroom light and the four-year light like you can't do anything no no no. you're just in the dark but those issues are much rarer the more common issue is that this connection between the (laughs) two you're telling me i'm the one who sits in the dark on the weekends because i don't know how to fix it (laughs) and Um, it turns like green i mean it turns from green to like reddish orange right like you know there's a problem because all of a sudden there's like this red glow in the dark yeah that's a separate problem but i'm saying that the 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 first problem of (laughs) we want the lights to turn on um, when you push the button and nothing happens, you could just walk over there to the lamps and manipulate the lamp in some way and turn it on. Okay, yes, with those two lights, yeah. yes. That's but the not thing our, is, not our the greater when they break, When they break, what happens is you, you walk in, you, Taylor Montgomery, walk in, push the button, and then go sit on the couch in the dark. That's Instead of doing anything about them. No, I mean, you could walk over and do the same thing that you would do if we didn't have the lights at all, but you don't because it's really convenient to have those lights um, turn on when you push the button. No, because also, too, though, you remember when I unlinked them and you got a little upset that I had unlinked them? Mm, I don't remember this. I, this I, I like remember fitness. this very clearly. You said you have to, like, <laughs> push things on because if you if you leave one turned off, right, or if you set it off, then when oh, you yeah, then, do when the four-year light, switch. then it won't turn it back on. And oh, it's whole right, right, right. Thing. It's the whole thing where so you have you two got switches. A little, you know, you got mm. a little defensive when I try to take matters into my no, own hands. that's true. I and remember so that. me... Being like, you know, I, I I want you to be happy with these with these little Wemos you've created for yourself. I'm trying to step on your toes, and I'm in the dark, suffering. Oh. The, it's that it's that terrible thing where you're like, no, you can't use this light switch. You have to use that light switch. So, and unless like, the other light switch isn't working, in which case you can use this one. Maybe I should one. just you put my foot down. Maybe I should just put my foot down and be like, Sarush, you've, you've had a year and a half to do this. You've uh, had a year and a half to make it work. Personally, I like yeah. them. Yeah, uh, but I. You, but they're 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 bad. They're worse than our old lights. The only thing that's different is that they literally let you know when they're not going to work by turning red and flashing. <laughs> it mostly works. It's I like, think it's like we, need to, we, we need to develop it's a, a ten switch. step. It should more than mostly I think we need work. No, I know, man. I know. A ten step program, and you need to take the first step of our ten step program, and that mm. is admitting that the Wemos are worse. I've admitted on this very episode of this very podcast that the Wemos are unreliable. Okay, but are they worse than our old lights? No, because they give us <laughs> See, see we're still on step one, Chris. We're going to try and make it past step uh, one. Good luck, Taylor. You have to admit that there's a problem. Yeah. So, the second step is admitting that you deserve better, Sarush. Uh, you're right. You deserve better than these shitty lights that only work... <laughs> half the time you deserve better than the uncertainty of coming home in the night and not knowing if your lights are going to turn on so the other uh, the other question that i have is like to get any like actual benefit from this you have you're running a specific version of this software that you configure with yaml on a mac mini server in your <laughs> home yes <laughs> like <laughs> this is not a normal person no thing it is absolutely do. not it is absolutely not Chris, step like, two is for him to admit that he deserves better. But, you know, we're, well, first we need to get past step one. And it's it's even worse than that. You have two options, basically. You could either run it in a command line where you type pass for home assistant and, like, run this always running server. Or you can set up a launch agent. And the thing is that if you set up the launch agent, if it fails or crashes for any reason, there's no supervisor, there's no recovery, there's no um, way to view the state. You, with a launch agent, you can at least tell it, like, keep this running. So if it crashes, it'll just restart it. I don't know if you can do that. Maybe you can. Um, I, you, you can do that. Okay, maybe I need to look into that. But the point is, like, if, if something happens, goes wrong with the state of it, and it's, like, not detecting <laughs> the Wemos anymore, but the program is still running, there's no insight into There's no button yeah. that you can press to, like, restart this. You just have to restart the whole computer. And there's there's sort of no other options. Have you considered... So I would honestly consider add a launch agent for that service and just have this computer restart itself like every morning at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's also an option. I have considered that. Um, you know, I mean, 
Yeah. Why, why not? Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very it's a very problematic relationship that they have. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like this codependent, so. abusive mm. relationship he has with his Wemos. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Uh. I mean, maybe I should just remove the Wemos and see how long Taylor sits in the dark in the dining rooms in the living room. No, if you remove the Wemos, I can finally function like a normal person and just turn on the lights and have them work and know exactly what I need to do to turn the lights on. So I don't have to, you know, guess or fanjangle or like not do a certain set of algorithms because, you know, I know that my boyfriend wouldn't like them. Like I could just <laughs> be confident that, you know, there's there's one and there's zero. And if I do one, the lights are on. And if I do zero, the lights are off. Are there any, where's the closest switch controlled outlet to the living room and dining room? It's this foyer switch. Yeah, so when you walk into our apartment, there's like a little foyer area, and you can mm-hmm. hit that light, and we have the Wemo set up that when you hit that light, it triggers the Wemo set up to two lamps in our dining room and our living room, so it just kind of lights up the entire apartment, or at least the most used kind of areas so, of the apartment. But is there is there like an outlet that's controlled by, I mean, not not with the Wemos, but just by actual no, electricity? No, that, that's that was the, the original problem that he was trying to not solve, because he was like, nothing. not even anywhere I, I tested nearby. every single outlet. Yeah. None mm. of the outlets in the entire apartment are controlled by light switches. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, it was kind of, you and know. You just end up with a dark living room and dining room, and it's just, it's horrible. That's basically uh, where our setup is. Is there anything else we should talk about here, Chris? Uh, not really. I'm pretty happy with my light switches that just direct electricity and work Chris, 100% you know, of the time. Just, you're truly the one living the dream. Yeah, it must be nice to have light switches that, you know, you can just control. Can you and talk that, to Saroosh? Can you maybe have, like, a it little is. individual it's session and nice. you just tell him that he's being ridiculous? It, it well, must be nice to have lights in every apartment in your, in every room in your apartment, but unfortunately we don't have that uh, We all don't have that luxury. <laughs> I uh yeah I don't, I I don't know what to tell you. Now my yeah. apartment has other problems. For example, everything but the fridge is on one circuit. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're gaming, you're gaming a little too hard and just everything just just shuts itself off. Oh, it's really bad. When the air conditioner kicks on, uh I I have everything in the apartment plugged into UPSs. So because oh, so, when the air conditioner kicks on the voltage in the in for all of my outlets drops to 100 volts oh and my so gosh all my computer like uh battery backup power supplies click on and power everything until the air conditioner is off that's crazy town i guess at least that works reliably but that sounds about as um complicated as our setup well it it, it does work reliably that's the only thing it has going for it uh, so so conclusions we've been recording for a little while um uh, hold on uh, i'm gonna put something in the show notes that uh it's like this, this tweet that kind of made the rounds a little while ago and uh it, the, the caption is when you're house sitting for millennials and you ask how the lights work and it's an iMessage bubble that says yeah that's kind of annoying the light is controlled by an app that's called on switch download it and then follow <laughs> these instructions open the app and then you just stick it to a device get on the stepping stool open the cupboard above the coat hooks in the hallway you'll see a white device that looks like a smoke detector press the button in the middle of this device press it once and it should connect the app then you just then you just download it to control the light switches then turn off the light in the bathroom that should fix it sorry about that <laughs> Uh, do you think that this was that this is an authentic message, or was this uh, was this made just for the tweet? A flame. Uh, I, I I choose to believe, Chris. I choose to believe. I do, too. and also knowing like how terrible these setups. I was about can to be. say. I mean, it's we are totally not quite plausible. as bad as this, but this is this is. Yeah, I mean, I specifically chose these because I wanted something that like like if you install Hue lamps where the light bulb itself has the Wi-Fi in it. Then if you use the light switches and you turn them off, then everything is yeah. broken. And I absolutely don't want that. That seems way worse. No, so like, like I, I tenet, thought this would be a nice one of any of this is you should have light switches and they should work. Yeah. You know, whatever happened to the clapper? Uh, that's a good question. That's what it's, we need. It's not internet connected. Lights on, lights off. Yeah. <laughs> the clapper. But also, that uh, I always thought that that seemed like it would be really annoying. The clapper, yeah. It, you know, you know the deal with those things, right? It's actually for like accessibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, all that as seen on TV stuff. The reason everybody's always fumbling is it's because it's for disabled people, but they don't want to say that it's for disabled people. I yeah. did not know that. That yeah. was a very so well kept secret. If you're in like a wheelchair or you have like mobility problems, it's really hard to get up and hit light switch. So 
Ah. Yeah. Do you think that works more reliably than Wi-Fi connected uh, light switches? I mean, yes, if the commercials <laughs> are to be believed. Yeah. I mean, both. Uh, I, I bet Yeah, or, or another good example of this is um, Snuggies or Slankets mm-hmm. were originally for people who were in wheelchairs who were cold. Because it's really hard to put on a coat or a jacket if you're in a wheelchair. But if you can just kind of lay the blanket on top of the person, they can just stick their arms through. Uh, problem yeah. solved. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't have given the wheelchair person a coat that looked like a blanket. I would have given them the coat that looked like a coat. And it was just... That button in the back or something? You could have, like, a false theme in the oh, front. You could yeah. have a reverse coat. Yeah, A reverse coat! Like, I wouldn't start with the Snuggie. Like, I would start with a reverse coat. Either way, that's that's what they huh. made. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the Internet of Shit. It's really bad, and it makes our lives miserable. And yet, I think that you, perversely so, draw some happiness from the Wemos. <laughs> so, so... Perhaps they've served a purpose. <laughs> All right, we're going a bit long. We should wrap up here. Uh, yeah. The internet of shit is bad. The Wemos are pretty bad. Eros uh, are fine? Eros are more or less fine. They're, I mean... So I, mean, I, I, can... recently, I, I recently spent $500 on enterprise Wi-Fi equipment for my how, apartment. How, how'd that go for you? <laughs> it's, it's been working reliably. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that other people do it. But, well, uh, wh- why did you get the... I'll ask you a leading question. Why did you get the enterprise-grade Wi-Fi gear? So my apartment is kind of L-shaped, and the cable connection comes into my bedroom, which is in the... Um, like at the end of the long part of the L. And so that's where my cable modem is. That's where the router is. And putting a single Wi-Fi router back there does not get a good Wi-Fi signal around the corner of the L to where my office is in like mm-hmm. in the, at the opposite end of the apartment. So, so you have a semi-similar problem to what we had. Yeah. So I, I need, I need multiple Wi-Fi access points for a while. I had like a, um, for a while I had an ethernet wife, like ethernet over power line link to get internet up to the front of my apartment. Um, and I had to switch up here and I just plug things in ethernet, which was kind of fine. But eventually I got very annoyed and decided that I wanted good wifi everywhere. So I bought one, I spent $350 on one of the <laughs> Netgear Orbi mesh wifi magic things that the now, wire these cutter are the ones said, that look like a, like a crazy alien spaceship, right? Yeah. And the wire, they're the ones that the wire cutter says are the best things. Uh, First of all, setting it up was, like, took longer than setting up a bunch of enterprise Wi-Fi stuff. And, like, the first setup process didn't work, and so I had to go through it again. And then, like, it it more, it more worked more or less, except when it didn't. Like, I set it up, and then a few hours later was listening to Sonos throughout, like, on, you know, a couple different speakers in the apartment. And uh, the Sonos speakers just started, like, dropping offline, and, like, my Echo Dots were doing the, like, oh, I can't connect to the internet thing. And as far as I can tell, the, like, wireless link between these two Netgear Orbi units just occasionally shuts down for whatever reason, um, or it goes very high latency, or the bandwidth drops to zero or something. So after a couple days, I decided... I'm, gee, I, I like, I'm trying to, to, to throw money at this problem and it won't go away. And so I decided uh, I'm going to just screw all of this consumer Wi-Fi mesh networking stuff. I bought uh, a couple, I bought a Ubiquiti router and a couple Ubiquiti access points. I've deployed Ubiquiti Wi-Fi and, and routing and switching gear in, uh, in much like higher traffic environments before. And so I figured this will work fine. So... I have a I have two access points, one at the front of my apartment, one at one end of the L, one at the other end of the L. They're linked with a power line Ethernet gigabit uh link, which which works. Uh, as as previously discussed, everything in this apartment is in one fuse, so there's no circuit breaker <laughs> in between. Nice. So I have a solid Ethernet link between these two access points. Um and uh it works. Like That's it a pretty works good setup. reliably. I have enough um like I, i'm confident that this could handle many many times the number of devices that i have in this apartment <laughs> yeah. and uh so the so the downsides are like 
This being sort of enterprise-oriented Wi-Fi gear, things like um, UPnP, the like, uh, what does that stand for? Universal Plug and Play or something like that? Yeah, it does. So. That lets yeah. like back to my Mac or Plex punch a hole through your your firewall and through NAT yes. doesn't work out of the box. You have to enable that with a like configuration, that custom configuration file. Um, that I think is actually resolved in a new firmware update for for the Ubiquiti gear, but like it's it's clearly not aimed at the like home router crowd where you want need like the latest and greatest features, but like it works really reliably. Yeah. And like I said, I've had I've had a, uh, some more Ubiquiti gear deployed um, at, at my co-working space for uh, over a year now with like zero issues. Like it just works. And uh, that's really what I want. Nice. Must be nice, Chris. Must be nice to have things that just work. Yeah, I have solid Wi-Fi light switches at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Our... the downside is that this costs more money than even the like three Eero setup. But um... yeah, the Eros are expensive, and like sometimes you'll connect to a bad Eero, and it like your it, your Wi-Fi speeds will just get really slow, and you just switch to LTE, and it's like better on LTE. Uh, yeah, so and that's just annoying. N- that was a thing with the Netgear that not not a thing with the Ubiquity equipment. Like, this yeah. just is good. It happens, I would say, yeah, maybe again once a week. Um, and it's not so bad. I don't know, Taylor, if it's if it's bad for you, but it's not so bad for me. No, it's not that bad. I, I'm guessing Taylor's running fewer speed tests, too. Yeah, I'm also running fewer <laughs> speed tests. Yeah, cool. So as we, as you may have noticed if you listened to the previous episode, uh, this is the last episode of Season 3 of Fatal Error. Thank you oh, so wow. much for listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you to uh, all of you who are supporting us on Patreon. As we've said time and time again, you are making the show possible. You're paying for editing and hosting costs, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, we, we love y'all. You're the best. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in the new year with season four. Season four. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, we, we've been discussing the, how we may want to change, change format up a little bit, do something a little bit different. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We're going to think about it and, uh, we'll let you know, uh, in January. Yeah. We have some, um, odds and ends that are, that are kind of funny and just kind of me and Chris chatting that we may post up as a bonus Patreon episode. Uh, and then we also maybe will post one where we sort of discuss a little bit about the potential options for season four and uh, maybe let some of the Patreon people uh, maybe let y'all sound off in the comments and let us know what kind of thing you want to hear, or what kind of thing you would enjoy. Yeah. So, so look forward to that. We're not sure exactly when that'll go up, but you know, yeah. at some point. Yeah. We're going to be pretty chill during our, during our six weeks off. And then in the new year, we'll be back and we'll come back strong. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you for listening. Taylor, thanks for joining us for this episode. It's been great having you as a guest. No problem. My pleasure. Yeah, this was super fun. Thanks for for hanging out. Yeah. I'm not replacing my light switches anytime soon. Cautionary tale. (laughs) Cautionary tale. Don't do it. Why? I'm with you, Taylor. I don't know why you do this to yourself. You know, I didn't really do it to myself. (laughs) It was done to to me. (laughs) (laughs) Some people were I mean, I just don't want to walk across the room and push the buttons for the lights. That's all. Your life is so hard. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye, guys. Cool. Later.